These are the epic tales of four white dudes making shit up. Welcome to Thunder and Dragons. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Thunder and Dragons. I'm your Thunder Master, Lucas. My name's Christian, and I play Rogmar Helmash. My name's Liam, and I play Radix Snowgaze. My name's Dan, I play uh, Moondor Moon. Moondor Moon. We're getting more consistent. We're getting more consistent with the name. <laughs> I think the past four episodes have been pretty consistent. Yeah. <laughs> I should do, like, Moondor Crescent. Like, I should look up what <laughs> Just, start, just start coming what up with the... just random shit. No, what the phase of the moon is at the t at the current time. <laughs> Moondor <Earth>. waxing, <laughs> Moondor waning. <laughs> Moondor full. Yeah. Moondor full. Who is Moondor waxing? Yeah. <laughs> is it waxing on or waxing off? It's a good question. It's a good question. All right. So previously, uh, y'all returned from your mission uh, in uh, Praxis's tower. You received, you retrieved the phylactery. And returned it to Roach uh, with uh, Holly uh, appearing back on the Siren's Echo once you guys got back. Uh, you gave the phylactery to Roach, but as you were talking about it, uh, Praxis appeared in the Court of the Gods. And offered information on the God of War Bartram in exchange for his phylactery back. Uh, Roach uh, thought that this might be valuable, but ultimately left the decision up to y'all uh, since... Uh, you were the ones who retrieved the phylactery, and you chose to trade the phylactery for uh, this information, uh, in which you learned possibly uh, the Bartram you met might not be the real god of war. He seems to have been replaced and uh, seems to spend a lot of times with Fae and Fiend. Uh, Fae and Fiends uh, is the information you got. Uh, and then you made that sound ridiculously more uh, entertaining than. <laughs> <laughs> Than the, than the uhs that we threw in there. <laughs> Don't worry, I cut the uhs and ahs out. Okay, no. good. Perfect. <laughs> the episode is three minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to add so much. No, I don't. Um, and then uh, after, uh, after you learned all this, uh, you went to uh, the tavern uh, to party a little bit, and you learned that Wuthrus, uh, that's his name, Wuthrus, not Wumus, uh, <laughs> Uh, had been uh, recruited into Bartram's retinue. Uh, you guys uh, drugged him up again and tried to learn as much as you could, but didn't get that much information out of him. You got everything you could, but he he didn't really know much uh, to begin I'm curious. with. I'm curious to know what happened to him after we told him there was a mermaid down by the docks and he walked <laughs> over there. The thing is, there aren't any docks in the Court of the God. <laughs> There's no docks at all on any of the tiers. Okay, but I guess he just got <laughs> lost in town somewhere. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I didn't mention that during the episode, but uh, but anyway, uh, and then you all went to bed, and Moondor, uh, at some point during the night, was woken up uh, by the god who ascended him, Sindari, uh, telling him that something was wrong. And that is where we are now. Moondor, uh, Sindari is standing above your bed, towering over you. She is nine feet tall. Uh, and she and she is looking at you. Moondor, there's something very, very wrong. What? Uh, am I still tripping? Or, like, <laughs> are you actually here right now? I'm actually here. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, you need a coffee? Like, what's happening? No, uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, there is something very wrong. I feel. Do you remember how we spoke about, um, the balance, nature's balance in your in your home area? There was that. There was that. There was that ma demon. I think you called it called it a globally gluk. Oh yeah, globally gluk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How that appeared. I fear something is happening there. Oh no. To the trees? Possibly to the trees, yes. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Gotta get up. <laughs> you you, right, you uh, all... You, uh, I will give you some time to prepare while I look into this. But I think we need to move within the day. Some, no some, something is oh. very wrong. I'll get some uppers for my uh, my teammates and my roommates. We'll get going. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will. I will see you uh, in in a couple hours. Meet me. Meet me. Meet me uh, near, near Zoss. All right. Will do. I'll, I'll meet you at the Zoss. <laughs> <laughs> the Zoss. <laughs> no, 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 no. Z Zoss the Beholder. Sauce the holder. All right, I got you. <laughs> Good <Sorry>. enough. She <laughs> disappears. <laughs> At least I got her gender right this time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't call yeah. her daddy this time. I was I was gonna start with like Papa, do you hear me? And then I was like, Nah. nah. That's copyrighted. Okay, Yen's choice. Remember Dan made that Sophie's Choice joke yes. in the very first episode? Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I... I can't remember if I left that in or not. Oh, it's in there. It's in there? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, early Moondor. And current Moondor is still very... Offensive. I made a lot of really stupid fucking jokes. Okay. <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> we all have. All right, um, Moondor, you Moondor are awake. Really... It's, it's probably about 5 a.m. Uh, Moondor is really concerned about these trees. Um, so he goes running into the other rooms. Guys, I found cocoa leaves. All right, we got we got trees in danger. We got to get going. You know, branch up, get ready. Are you just well, running around the ship yelling this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like start, manic. <laughs> I slowly start to wake up. I'm like, uh, for the last time, I don't want to cuddle and I don't want to play the flute with you. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <What>? gross. <laughs> Where did that come I from? I swear, I swear, it's not that woodwind instrument. We're oh, protecting God. other wood. All right. <laughs> oh. um, all right, you guys, you guys yeah. uh, would hear uh, Moondor running around. Uh, you hear from below deck. Sure. That was Kevin. I that was Kevin. That yeah. Was Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to oh. grab one of my daggers and just get up and be like, "Swear to God." Go back to bed. <laughs> I grab, I grab Radix's hand and I put it hey, down. I was like, my room. I was... "You're in a different room. I'm in my quarters." Oh, that's. Oh, oh you're, you're you're shouting this from your quarters. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, if, I, if I could have been a talking dog, I would have been a talking dog. <laughs> All I know it would have come out is whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Oh, so God, I, I'm like I'm running around the ship on all fours as a human thing. <laughs> <laughs> <It's clarifying. laughs> Alright, what do y'all do? I kind of stumble out of my quarters as well and uh, like stop moon door and I'm like, what's what's going on? Like like <laughs> it's five AM I, <laughs> I walk over, I have like one of my knives out, I'm like, somebody better be dying. 
I grab Radix's hand and I lower it, and I say, "I don't know. I I think I think this one. I think this actually might be serious." Yeah, I mean, I I had this dream and the trees are in danger and like uh my mommy daddy i don't know uh just told me that we have to get ready we we do have a bit of time but i wanted to let you all know right now that we had to get ready i also found these great cocoa leaves um they're making me really awake right now i'm doing awesome um but yeah like wanted to let you all know (laughs) okay um okay let's couldn't this couldn't have waited four hours I don't oh, know. It's it sounds pretty trees. serious. There's something um, about like an imbalance and like, you know, balance is good. These are always balanced. Okay. What? Where do we? What do we gotta do? We gotta go. Who do we gotta go talk to? What do we gotta do? <laughs> gotta go to the sauce. Sauce. Gotcha. Sauce. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, what do we want to do? Do we want to go like deal with some affairs? Maybe because. We could go see Kelvin, I guess. We didn't really deal with how many monster parts we got. Hey, Lucas. No, uh, to be fair, you guys didn't actually. There were there wasn't a lot of monster killing in that no. last arc. There there was a couple. There's there's a lot of bones and some metal. Right. Um, but uh, last arc, y'all got what like around ten. That was I yeah, 10 I believe monster so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll call it. You got. You just got eight this time. Eight. All right. Okay. Yeah, do you guys want to go visit Kelvin, or should we just get get the fuck out of here? I'm just Given riding right bar- now. <laughs> Given <laughs> how we barely got by with a skid of our teeth, I'd say let's go. Let's go gear up some more. He, he probably won't be awake till morning, but I am just really jazzed right now, guys. <laughs> so if y'all need to get some rest, do it. I just I just needed to tell y'all right away, because I wouldn't be able to sleep knowing that trees are in danger and the beautiful leaves. It's not even fall yet. They haven't even transitioned. It's not fair. Gotta make sure the leaves fall on their own way. Uh, Lucas, real quick. Mm-hmm. What were... Because we each gathered things from while we were coming down. Did you have a list? Yes, of yes. You guys um, picked up uh, an eye patch, a brooch, a quiver, a ring, and a cloak. Which you guys I can bring. To, I, you guys can bring to uh, Kelvin's curiosities to get yeah. identified. Yeah, and I remember grabbing the cloak. Yeah, and I have the eye patch and the ring. So Dan, you must have the other two. I remember having more, but I don't see it in my. Uh, I, I I took I took uh, I took the five items that you grabbed down. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't have the broken slab of a Sibian. No, th- those were oh, used no. to solve the puzzle on the sixth floor. Yeah. yeah. And then with my monster parts, I had ten, but it was like for the grave mask. So is that eight on top of ten? Uh, yeah. Like well, the grave mask, mask you, the grave mask you got from uh, the hag in the first dark. You didn't need to spend anything on that. Yeah, I, it's just like the the order that it's in. So I was like, did I update it or? I don't think I've spent any of my monster parts yet. I don't think so. I think Liam's the only one who. No, I think Rogmar spent some on a bag of tricks. Yeah. But then uh, uh, Radix spent some to uh, alter his killage. Uh, and and, and uh, to make the blunderbuss. Yes. Uh, How do you forget yeah, the blunderbuss a... killing all your little monsters? All my skeletons. You destroyed <laughs> them. <laughs> but don't worry, they collect they collectivize into something bigger. <laughs> Alright, so you guys head to Kevin's Curiosities? Uh I will, yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Like 
Undor, I guess, is still just like riding on these uppers. Like, guys, we got we gotta get big <laughs> weapons. We gotta get not axes, oh those scare trees. Uh, but we we gotta make sure we're armed to the teeth. <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys had. Uh, are, are you also going, Radic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I guess it means like I'm the one who suggested going to get more gear. Perfect. All right. So you guys uh, head up to Kelvin's Curiosities. It is surprisingly at 5 a.m. open. Oh. And you guys head <laughs> in there. Uh, Kelvin is in there. Uh, he's got like little glasses on. And he's got like this little book that he's reading. And who's the other one? There's another. Uh, in eighty. In eighty is an elf. Uh, she she's not not there at the moment. And what does an eighty do again? Uh, spell scrolls. Spell scrolls. You guys have never bought a spell scroll. <laughs> Who would like to go talk to Kelvin first? I guess I'm still like riding my high, so I just go, Hey, trees are in trouble. I need weapons. We need weapons. Kelvin. Good morning. <laughs> closes his book, takes off his glasses, looks up. What do you want? Up, up, upgrades? Uh, I haven't gotten this far. I just got up like what, a couple what? hours ago in a panic. Okay, well, what, what, what do you want upgraded? Uh, I, I guess, I guess I can get my armor upgraded. I, don't, I yeah, only have like armor. fifteen armor class. So. I don't know what those words mean. Uh, it's just like how classy my armor is. Like, I oh, know, I see. Can okay. You add some like bedazzles, um, <laughs> to, like distract people. Um, ideally in the shape of leaves. Gold. Um, sure. A golden leaves. Please. Okay. What about what about you two? Uh, I, I got gonna... it. Oh, go ahead. I was wondering if you could tell me of anything about this cloak that we picked up. Yeah, sure. Uh, he takes it. Anything else you want me to look at? I throw down my eye patch and my ring. Okay. I, so, right, I assume. I, throw it down. I assume you throw everything down: the eye patch, the brooch, the quiver, the ring, the cloak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I thought I did a magic check and I learned some stuff about them. I uh, I don't remember that. But I, remember I, the I also too. haven't uh, shown you guys the um, uh, the the sheets either. So, oh Dan, I think I think you just learned that they were the items were magical. Mm. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Because I, I remember I thought like I got something about like one brooch being. I'm trying to find where I wrote all my notes. Well, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm about to show you guys all what they are anyway. So. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, so Andor's tripping anyways. Uh, so the first thing he looks at is the quiver, uh, and I will show you the handout. Did something pop up on screen for you guys? Yes. Perfect. Uh, so, so I'll read it out for for the the cast. Uh, this quiver seems to include an endless number of arrows. Additionally, it has five charges as a bonus action. A charge can be spent to create a magical arrow that deals an additional two d ten fire, cold, lightning, thunder, poison, or acid damage. The quiver recovers all charges at the end of a long rest. So basically, cool. you can pull out uh, elemental arrows uh, and fire them. They do, and they do additional damage of uh, uh, a damage type that you get to choose out of those uh, six types. Oh my god. Endure but only five tips. charges. And does it re recharge? Uh, the, 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 the quiver recovers all charges at the end of a long rest. Yes. Oh, okay. So you can do this five times a day. Alright. Uh, so that's that one. Uh, next one, I'm gonna do the eye patch. Okay, this is called the Madman's Eye Patch. So. Um, the wearer of this eye patch can use, uh, was it can use as a bonus action, enter a furious state, uh, where they feel nearly no pain. 
They gain uh, resistance to uh, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. This lasts for one minute of or until the wearer is uh, in, in incapacitated. Once, uh, once they use this ability, they cannot do so again until they have completed a long rest. There you go. So basically, uh, for a minute, uh, while you, once a day, you can use this eye patch uh, and become a lot more resilient, taking half damage from bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. All right. Sounds like a Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Uh, I'll be an Ironall. Yeah. Next up is the brooch. This one doesn't have a picture, say, unfortunately. With, with the eye patch, I was expecting, um, I was at uh, Rogmar to put it on and be like, look. I'm a pirate, like Raiden. <laughs> Remember, he's not dumb anymore, right? Uh, uh, Rogmar is only marginally dumb. <laughs> but uh, can you all see the brooch of shielding? Yeah, so this requires attunement, but while wearing this brooch, you have resistance to force damage, and you have immunity to damage from the magic missile spell. Oh, nice. So a little That's more situation. That's not how the force works. <laughs> <laughs> You're resistant to the force. Uh, next up this is, is the, the brooch you're looking for. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is the Ring of Warmth. So while wearing this ring, you have resistance to cold damage. In addition, uh, you and everything you wear are unharmed by temperatures as low as negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. There you go. No, I, I randomly ro rolled most of these items, and a lot of uh, resistance items came up, apparently. <laughs> All right, next is the cloak. So this is the Cloak of Displacement. While you wear this cloak, it projects an illusion that makes uh, you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location, causing any creature to have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. If you take damage, this property ceases to function until the start of your next turn. This property is suppressed while you are incapacitated, restrained, or otherwise unable to move. So basically, people have disadvantage uh, on attacks against you all the time until you are hit uh, and then the illusion disappears and you're easier to hit but you'll probably avoid a lot of damage by, by using this could see that coming in handy so those are your five items all right uh so what do you guys what do you guys want to do with uh, uh kelvin's okay can you tell me how much the uh the bag cost me um the bag of tricks cost me it uh, probably only cost you like four parts. Four? Okay, yeah. so then that's an uncommon item. Eight, that's twelve. Okay, so I currently have twelve monster parts. Nice. Uh, uh, and while you guys while you guys are talking uh, to Kelvin, getting all these uh, items uh, looked at, Kelvin looks at um, Rogmar and Radek. He like squints his eyes. What the fuck is wrong with you two? He walks Excuse over, me. grabs, just takes your killage out of its scabbard, and takes your greatsword off your back. These are mundane weapons. These are not magical. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're gods! That's a good point. <laughs> Something I never wanted to be. Well, you are now. You need magic weapons. He looks well, at- he looks at- he me? looks at Moondor. Your bow's magical. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's throw some magic on that bitch. <laughs> Good. He walks behind the counter and just like puts them on there. What kind of magic you want? Um, I don't know. See, that's a, that's a that's a because I mean. So okay, let's 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 go over some of the effects you can do. Yes. Well, first off, uh, the simplest uh, magic effects you can apply to weapons and armor 
is giving them a plus one. So what that means for weapons is you get a plus one to your attack and your damage rolls. So you're more likely to hit and you do a little bit more damage. Uh, that applies, that's that's for all, all weapons. You can get a plus one, plus two, or plus three. Uh, and for armor and shields, uh, plus one, plus two, and plus three, uh, all the same thing. You just add one or two or three to your AC. Like for example, uh, get uh, putting a plus one effect on your weapon is five monster parts. A plus two is ten. Uh, plus three is five uh, is fifteen. Uh, and then plus one, plus two, plus three armor is seven, fourteen, twenty-one. Um, and I have so I have seven monster parts. Okay. So I guess I'll uh, add a. Uh, you said I would five. How do you I, have? How do you have seven? Lucas just gave us eight. Oh. Right. Uh, you right, have right, right. Seven plus so, eight, then. Yeah, so that's uh, 15. Um, so I can add these, to, these pluses to any weapon? Yeah, yeah. So you if you want, you can make your... Blunderbuss. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can add plus one. Uh, well, the thing with your Blunderbuss actually it uses a DC saving throw, so it would probably only affect the damage. But the thing about... Also, the, another thing about having magical... Um, weapons is you'll be you'll be able to overcome resistance to non-magical weapons so a lot of things you guys have fought in the past have, have been resistant to non-magical bludgeoning slashing and piercing with magical weapons you can just over overcome that it doesn't matter anymore i guess i'll add a plus three to my killage van <laughs> all right going for okay. it <laughs> all right uh i will actually go ahead and add that to your character sheet oh all right well, well uh because that's or all, wait, that's all I do... your monster parts, right? All right, what do you think? Should I do a uh, plus uh, 10 to my keelage and a plus... Uh, what, or a plus, plus, two. plus 2 to my keelage and a plus 3 to my blunderbuss? Uh, you wouldn't be able to do both. You'd, you'd be able to... You have you have 15 parts, right? Yeah. So you could have, you could have plus 1 and a plus 2. Yeah, that's or, what I mean. Or, plus... or 1 plus 3. Yo, what do you guys think? There are... there. Okay, that, that's the simplest effect. I, I should uh, keep going. There's a whole bunch of effects, um, but for example, uh, you can add an extra damage type, I believe, is on this list somewhere. Yeah, uh, extra extra damage on a weapon attack. Uh, damage type uh, you can choose. Uh, it's five times... So for example, you can spend five monster parts to add an extra d6 of a damage type to your weapon. So if you want, if you want to do like fire damage, you can spend five to get an extra d6 of fire damage or cold, or acid, or whatever. Uh, and if you want to add another d6, that's going to be 10. Another d6, that's uh, another 5. Um, and if you want to go up to a d8, uh, that is uh, 7 monster parts each die. And you can go to a maximum of 3. Uh, dice, right. specifically. And this still makes it a magic... Any, applying any magical effect makes it a magical weapon. Damn, I'm trying to think now. You're giving me a lot to go with. <laughs> or to go off of. Well, what do you want your killage um, to do? Do you want to just uh, to hit better? Or do you want to do like different kinds of damage? Um, there's um, other things as well. Uh, there's a big list. So just ask me. Uh, like, is this something? If you if you if you want, maybe you want to be proficient in a different skill, or like fluency in another language, or be able to cast a certain spell uh, for free once a day. Just like pitch yeah, no, pitch me anything, and we'll see if we can make it work. Um. See, uh, I'm trying to think of something that could uh, leave a lasting effect after a um, or was it after a hit? Okay, so you want to like inflict uh, a status condition? Okay, what if I added like a necrotic or whatnot? Uh, you can add necrotic damage for sure. Um, 
Uh, but do you, do you want to do like a status condition or do you want to do more damage? I guess probably more damage. Okay. Uh, do you want to do an extra D6, extra D8? What do you want? How about an extra D8 to my keelage? Okay, so that's that's seven monster parts. All right. Okay. Uh, that's only seven monster parts. You still have eight more. You could still um, make your killage a plus uh, plus one with a, with five monster parts, or uh, you can come up with anything, and we'll try to make it work. Uh, I think I'll just give a plus damage to it, and uh, then I'll save the rest of my monster parts for later. Okay, so just the D six and the necrotic. Yes. Cool. No, I mean like I'll do a plus damage on uh, what is it like you said, but I could add bad. Oh, the plus, plus five one? more month. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Rogmar, what do you want? Okay, so I want to take my greatsword, mm -hmm. uh, and I want to bump it up by plus one. Plus one? Alrighty. So that's five monster parts. So now I have seven left. Um, and what I would like to do with that is I'd like to be able to use some form of lightning damage. Okay. Or electric damage. Alrighty. Uh, what, what, what die size? Uh, you were saying, sorry, if I want to bump it up, it's a, a uh, seven uh, monster uh, points? Uh, a D6 is five points, a D8 is seven points. Okay, we'll do a D8. Cool. Ah, I see you already added it. Nice. Did I? I mean, it's in there. One D8 thunder? I did not. Oh, that's weird. So, I guess I've had that for a while. <laughs> oh, right, this is, um, from your, uh, the, that, that thunder damage is from your, uh, divine strike. Right. Yes. So now it's 2d8. There you go. So now, now whenever I hit anything, it's it's doing light uh, thunder damage, right? Uh, your sword's still still doing slashing damage, but you're doing an additional d8 thunder damage on top of it. Cool. I love it. Perfect. Mundor, did you want to do anything? Yeah. No, I just want to like kind of upgrade my armor class because I'm a little cool. bit of a squishy without it. All right. So uh, how many monster parts do, monster parts do you have? have 18 18 so you can go as high as plus two if you want to if you want to put a plus two to your armor okay because that's um, that's that's 14 that's 14 yeah i'll do that cool um so, 14, so what i will do here four monster parts and yeah do you want to change the armor class or uh here i'll I... just and you have leather armor i'll believe so Cool. I will delete. I've deleted your thun your uh, leather armor. And I'm just going to drag and drop plus two leather armor. Oh, oh All okay, right. there we go. Perfect. Uh, AC's oh. now 17. Awesome. There you are. Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, Kelvin hands uh, your weapons and your armor back to you. And he looks, like, visibly more relaxed. <laughs> he, he got very stressed out when he saw you guys had uh, mundane weapons. <laughs> Thanks, Calvin. You're welcome. Is there anything else I can do for you? I don't think so. Any chance you could have that cloak atoned to me? You you can attune you can attune to uh it just takes an hour of just like fiddling with it and then you attune to it. Alright. I grab it, I grab it off the counter, I just throw it on my back. Perfect. Alright, is there anything you guys want to do while you're in the court? I don't think so. Uh, maybe run back and I'll just tell Holly. Uh, well, I'll run back to the Siren's Echo. Okay. So you head back uh, to the Siren's Echo. Uh, I'll, I'll follow as well. I'm okay. just like 
still on the upper, and I'm like, we're running now? Okay, we run. <laughs> You're like, I, so I just, I just had flashbacks to, like, uh, every time I've ever walked a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're running? We're running, okay, let's run! <laughs> I don't That's know, what I like Udor just... would be if he could talk in yeah. animal form. I kind of just look at him as they run off, and I'm just like... And then I just walk behind following. Okay. <laughs> so you guys head back to the Siren's Echo. Uh, and it's all quiet. It is still very early in the morning. This like this whole process probably took like an hour and a half with Kelvin. Uh, so it's only like 6.30 in the morning. Uh, and you, you head below deck? Yeah, I go into Holly's room. Okay, uh, so Holly, right now, uh, since Holly's not uh, a god, uh, her room is just sort of like a hammock and like a couple drawers. It's not right. not not much yet, uh, but she is uh, just on the hammock asleep. Okay, I kind of like walk over to her and I, you know, place a hand on her shoulder. I try not to wake her up, and I kind of just like give her a loving gaze. And then write on a piece of paper, uh, be right back. And then signed Rogmar. With a little with a little heart, but it's very crudely drawn. <laughs> this is not very good. It's not very good. And then I just I place it like right beside her. Okay. Uh make a stealth check. Twenty-four. Alright. You get out of there, no problem. Right on. Uh, as as you're walking through the hall, uh, there's like there's like crew hammocks, right? Where like it's not necessarily a room, but uh, it's just a bunch of hammocks for the crew. Uh, Kevin is in one of those, uh, snoring very loudly. I kind of wake up Kevin very abruptly. <coughs> what? Kevin, uh, <clears throat> just make sure she's okay. Why? What's going on? We gotta, we gotta get out of here for a couple days. Okay. I know, I know we, yeah. ju we just got back, but uh, we gotta deal with some things with Moondor. All right. So don't just, worry. Just make... Don't worry. We won't rob anybody. He winks. <laughs> I say, don't rob anybody. Right. We won't. He winks again. <laughs> I'm like, you silly bitch. And I give him one of those like. Little little nudges on the chin with my fist, just just a little <laughs> one. I kind of wink at him too, and then I say, "Just just take care of her," and then I walk away. All right. As you're walking away, you get to the uh court, the 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 deck of the ship. You can already hear him snoring again. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Anything you guys want to do? Um, I guess I start walking towards uh. Uh, what is it? Uh, I start walking towards where we're supposed to, to Zoss, because that's where I'm like, okay, we're upgraded. That's where we're going, I guess. Cool. And I'm specifically keeping an eye out for Wumus so I can make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> All Maybe right. I'll find him passed out somewhere. Uh, is everybody heading that way? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. All right, you guys head through. Uh, Radek, make a, make a perception check. 16. 16. All right. As you are uh, walking, it's it's pretty far down the street, but you see a golden dragonborn passed out on the roof of a building. You're not sure how you got there, but he's there. How tall is this building? Uh, about 20 feet. Okay. Uh, if I kind of nudge Radic 
Uh, wait, I don't notice it actually. Sorry, I don't. That's my. Yep. I didn't notice. <laughs> I uh, pun. I give him the guys a nudge. I'm like, hey, look, look at how far one dragonborn will go to find a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of nudge Radek, and I'm like, we could. I got this ring of jumping. We could probably get up there. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just like, no, I think he's uh, already has enough reason to kill us when we come back. <laughs> okay. I was going to say we just go fuck with him, rob him or something. Undor's like, won't anyone think of the trees? <laughs> There's an imbalance and the trees are in danger. Alrighty. So you guys head to uh, Zoss? Yeah. Perfect. Alright, so you guys Man, head... If you, if you all want to do anything with the Dragonborn, feel free. Like, this Moondor is on his own, like kick right now so he's steadfast yeah he's ready to go yeah. so but yo if, if you if you all want to like yeah Ragmar, if you want to go check out go right ahead i would love to can i go right. and jump up on top of that building yeah you're the ring of jumping you're just poof, poof, okay on top. I get up there and i is he passed out he's just like fully passed out. Fuck out okay he has the brooch still right for... uh oh for for uh bartram's retinue yeah yeah it was it's a pauldron but yeah it's a pauldron, sorry. Can I try and take that from him? Um You're you're yeah, you're a fighter. You're proficient in uh you're proficient in uh heavy armor, so yeah, you'd know how. Uh make a sleight of hand check. Twelve. Mm. Alright. Um You reach down, you start unclasping it, and you hear <laughs> But he doesn't seem to wake up. I keep going. Alright, make one more. 22. Uh, you deftly remove this pauldron without awaking uh, Wuthras. Okay, and then... Uh, is there anything else on him that I can rob? Well, I'd like to like look down and see... Is Radic? Radic, are you there? Yeah. Okay, I wanna, I'm wanna. i just going to chuck it down to Radic. Chuck that thing down to Radic. Alright. Uh, Radic, you catch like it. Unless you choose not to. <laughs> I grab it, I'm like... Hmm. And I guess I just put it... But I guess I just clip it to my belt or something. Alright. Does Wuthras have anything else I could rob from him? Uh, Wuthras looks like he's already been thoroughly robbed. <laughs> um, I was okay. gonna say, I look up and I say, Take his clothes next. I mean, he's, 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 in, he's, in, a, he's in a suit of, like, full plate mail. Oh. But, but can I pants him at least? I mean, it's, it, it'll require a lot of effort. <laughs> I would like to try and put his pants around his ankles. So All right, because he's not really wearing pants so much as it's like different plates of armor over pants. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm just gonna... I don't know if I can do this, but I'm gonna like straddle over his face and I'm gonna let out a little rock fart. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough to do. Okay. So a, a little bit of like uh, dust comes out. And then I jump away. Now I use I use that little fart to pretend I'm blasting off. <laughs> <laughs> I land next to Radek, and I'm like, "Okay, skull." All right, perfect. Uh, so you guys head out, uh, head back to uh, the Holy Heroes, uh, and you find Sindari uh, waiting for you three uh, in front of Zasa's curtain. Good, good. You're all here. I hope you're I hope you're ready. Yeah, as 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 ready as we can be. Good, How many trees good. are lost? She kind of looks down. Moondor, it's not good. No. They're... <laughs> Sorry, I just... 
Dan's, Dan's not a only a Moonor reaction, but a personal reaction. Of yeah, <laughs> over over the trees. Oh my god. Okay, uh, so I gotta get back in character. Um, Sindari looks down at the floor. Mundo, there's there's been a fire of some kind. It has engulfed your village, the market nearby, everything. But I don't think it's a normal fire. What kind of magical fire? Like I can't I can't quite tell it 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 seems to be extra planar in nature. Not from the midway, not from the material material plane. I just can't imagine who would do that. Trees don't hurt anybody. It's, trees, it's, it's I an mean, aberration. the people, of course, it's awful, but the trees don't do anything wrong. Your, uh, the druid you studied under, he was in the village when it happened, and no one has heard from him since. I believe his name is Ilthor. Is he the guy that I kept, like, calling dude, and he didn't like being called dude? Yeah, because he, he was like the, the head druid who was like 500 years old or something like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy needs to chill a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> no, he was still a good guy. So he's disappeared. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't know about you boys, but I, I feel like we got to get going there as soon as we can. I don't disagree. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Let's go. <laughs> Someone's yeah. got to protect the trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys head uh, past Zoss's curtain. Zoss is there, ready for you. Well, so soon. Most people don't get missions this uh, frequently. Uh, but I hear this is an emergency. So I won't waste your time. Here we go. There's a flash of purple energy. And the three of you are standing in the forest next to an enormous wall of fire. And when I say enormous, I mean hundreds of feet high, and it appears to be spinning. There is an enormous cyclone of fire. It goes straight up into the clouds. You can't see the, the top of it. And it seems to be hundreds, if not, uh, or sorry, probably like, I don't know exactly, probably like somewhere between 800 and 1,000 feet in like diameter. That is. And there doesn't seem to be any other life around. You can't you can't even really see through the fire. It's just constantly spinning and you hear the roaring of the flames. Wanna try using that bow to see if we could clear a path? I was trying to see if I had any elements. Like uh I didn't really um prepare any spells before going, which would have been good. Um. <laughs> well, no, we but we. Oh, you can do true. that now. Yeah, yeah we did, we did have a very long rest. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You did. Yeah. You did have a long rest. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to. I woke you guys up early before you could be like, I want these spells today. I was like, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess like from looking at my spells, uh, I actually have protection from. Oh, it's from energy. I thought it was elements, and I was like, perfect! Uh, well, protection protection from energy, I believe, you can gives you resistance to a certain damage type. Yeah, one damage type of, of your choice. Yeah. Is that something I can put on others as well? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay, but would that use, like, for each person, like, a spell slot? Protection from energy. Uh, it is a concentration spell, so you can only do one at a time. 
Okay. Uh, it was Rogmar that has the Ring of Warmth, right? Yeah. Yes. No, sorry, your resistance to cold damage, not fire damage. Yeah. I also have Absorb Elements. Yeah, which which is a reaction which spell. One? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't to... think it would do anything. Well, like, what it does, if you get hit with fire damage, you can, or, or like, cold, or lightning, or thunder, anything, like, elemental, you can cast that as a reaction, and uh, just take half the damage from uh, that damage type till the end of the turn. Okay. Cool. As you guys are standing there, um, everyone make a perception check. Alright, Radic with an 8. 22. Ooh, Ragnar with 22. And Moondor, I'd say you can do this at advantage. Okay. So, roll again. <laughs> Even with the advantage, only a 10. Uh, Rogmar, you notice... This cyclone? Is... This wall of fire is coming towards you. This, cycl this cyclone is expanding. It's getting bigger, boys! It's getting bigger! That's old Radic or old Rogmar. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, it, while this is happening, can I cast? Okay, which direction is the wind? Is the is the thing going? Uh, uh, left. Left. If I were to cast Gust of Wind in the opposite direction, would it halt it or stop it? You can try. Okay, I would like to try this. All right, you cast. Um, Go ahead. Cast Gust of Wind. Uh, so you start, uh, how, how exact, how does, what does this look like when Rogmar casts the spell? So, very much like what I imagine it's like in The Last Airbender. <laughs> start <laughs> airbending? Yeah, well, I'm just like spinning my hands in the direction that I want the wind to go, and then I am just start throwing it from my body. So, kind of like a uh, Kamehameha? Y yes, exactly yeah. like that. Yes. <laughs> Like from Perfect. Dragon Ball, that's not from yes. Avatar. I know, but yeah. I was thinking more like a, uh, uh, what is that, Street Fighter? Mm. Whatever. Anyway, yes. Oh, the Hadouken? Yeah. I'm there like, you go. Like, yeah. Hadouken! <laughs> uh, you uh, release this torrent of air, and it hits the side of the cyclone, um, and the fire definitely, like, becomes, for lack of a better term, thinner in an area. Like, it, it kind of okay. opens up a little bit. The fire is still kind of, like, swirling around in the area. But, like, it's it's much more open. You can actually you can actually see a little bit through. Uh, and inside, you kind of expect, uh, with something like this, to see, like, just a bunch of charred trees and, like, burning bushes and stuff like that. And you do see that to some extent. But you just peer through this gap that you've made. And all, all the burned trees have red, pulsing veins running through them. Ooh. Oh my god. Sorry, Liam's face is very funny there. <laughs> He's looked so surprised. And this, like, it's, it's coming at us, right? Uh, the fire is coming towards us. Not, not like super quickly. Like prob probably about like uh, half a foot every like four or five seconds. Can I do, like, an investigation or arcana check to see if, like, this is, like, a magical spell or if it's, like, yeah. Sure. Like, uh, you, you, can, you can either make a an arcana check or a nature check. Up to you. Okay. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with nature. I have good in that. All right, thirteen. Um, it's not super high, but I think it's enough to realize that. I think Mundor, you probably like get up a little close to this fire. Like not not like right up to it, but you get a little closer and you realize there should be a lot more heat coming off of this. Okay. This is a lot cooler than you expect. Okay, like Moondor it's so tempted to do dispel magic. That is one of the spells I save, but every time I've done dispel magic, it doesn't work out. <laughs> you haven't rolled very well on dispel magic. Well, it, and it's also like, you know, it's been like, I'm gonna dispel magic, it's the fae. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried this is like also the fake. The moon door is gonna be like panicked. Um and we'll uh go to dispel magic. Alright, you cast dispel magic. Uh where where do you aim it? Because like uh Gust of Wind is a um uh is a concentration spell, so that's still going. Do you wanna aim it at the the already thin part, or do you wanna aim it just like at the general thing? I'll go for the thin part. Okay. Uh, I see, ask... like, an opening, and I'm like... Alright, uh, I am gonna ask you to roll a wisdom check. But, this is your home. You are a druid. You specialize in, uh, things like this. So I'm gonna say you can have advantage. So roll a wisdom check. Just a flat wisdom check. Uh, twice. Alright. Uh, with a 22. Perfect. Ooh. Uh, it's I very high. I haven't been able to see it because, like, my thing is uh, in the what what does this look like as uh, how does Mundor cast dispel magic? What does it look like for him? Um, so like dispel magic. So like I mean, for one, when I saw like Rogmar do like a Kamehameha, I was like, hey, that's like my moonbeam. Um, but when I like dispel magic, it's almost like the Avengers like superhero pose, like where they like fall from the sky and like punch the ground. <laughs> It'll be like, and like a wave kind of goes forward, and like a targeted like. Know, point like kind of raises up from it almost like a wave but. perfect and that wave collides with the thin spot that rogmar has made with this gust of wind and you actually blow a hole in the side of the cyclone but it is still spinning it's going to get it's going to get uh opened up uh the, the right now the gust of wind is keeping it open uh but it's you, you can tell it's going to close up pretty soon book it all right all right i'm i'm in I'm, I'm there for it. I'm running. Uh, All right, cool. Uh, you guys rush and you jump through uh, this hole, no problem. Uh, I assume Rogmar goes last since he's keeping it open with the gust of wind. Uh, but once you're through Rogmar, the hole just <laughs> closes up again. I see that in my head and it's like a fucking movie. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and you guys... Like something, it's like something you'd see in like Inuyasha or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys keep, ref or at least Liam keeps, re keeps referencing anime I haven't seen. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the way D&D is run or the things in there, I does click in with a lot of my oh, anime no. sensibilities. Oh no, for sure. Uh, people who like anime tend to like D&D. Uh, I've, I've watched a handful of them, so. Uh, but anyway, you guys uh, rush through this hole, and you take a moment to, to gather your bearings, and you look around. And from what you can see... Moondor, you're familiar with this forest. None of the trees are gone. But they are severely altered. They, the, their bark is a dark black. 
They have the, like I said before, there's the, uh, the red pulsing veins running through them. And also they seem to have grown, but they, they've like, uh, uh, gotten wider and their branches have gotten longer and they curl more and they have a lot more like thorns and sharp looking edges to them. Uh, there is, and now that you're inside the cyclone, the air is still spinning at an extremely fast rate. It is very dry, it is hot, not hot enough to cause damage or, or any distress, but it is slightly uncomfortable. The ground is all just ash. It's solid enough to walk on, but every time you step, a little puff of ash comes off the ground. And you can also smell the scent of sulfur in the air. And like, we're just surrounded by fire. We can't like do an observation. So actually, I'll, I'll, like... I'll continue. Uh, behind yeah, sorry, you is ahead. the fire. There doesn't seem to be much, much if any, fire inside the cyclone. The cyclone seems to be a wall of fire going around and around and around. But inside, you don't actually see much fire. Actually, Moondor, make a perception check. 19, nice. Um, so right in front of you is mostly just a wall of, like, trees and other vegetation that have been uh, mutated and warped. Uh, but there is enough... Um, enough of a gap at one point that you can look through and off in the distance you do see something burning something big burning okay so i see something big burning in the distance everything else has been like altered but it's not like on fire but i see like something in the fire like something on fire in the distance mm -hmm. and I guess, like, I don't know, my instinct would just be, like, to run towards it. Do I have, like, any inclination that if it's, like, a person or, like, a tree or just, like, a big uh, I don't. I don't think you can tell at this distance. Uh, but right, uh, in front of you, the vegetation is really, really thick. You can probably make your way through it, uh, but it's going to be difficult. I wonder, can I fly? Now that I'm level 8, I should have a CR of 4, right? Um, oh, no, I guess I can't fly with CR. Uh, for you, it should be a third of your level rounded down, so I think it's still two. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Um, but I think you can turn into flying creatures now at level eight. I, I don't know if I, like, I think I can always, like, turn into flying creatures. It's just whether uh, I can eighth, eighth, use there's, them. There's a restriction until eighth level about no flying speed. But, oh, okay. but now that restriction has been lifted, so you can you can turn into flying creatures if you want. Okay. This is, like, always something so tough, because, like, I'm like, oh, I gotta try to find, like, this animal that may be, like, heat-resistant. <laughs> I, I can't, like, cast, a, like, a concentration spell on myself and then transform, right? Yes. I can't do that? No, yes, you, you can't. You can't. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, you can, as long as you cast the spell before you transform, you're good to go. Because mm. you just can't cast oh. spells in animal form. Oh, okay, okay, good to know. But you but you can concentrate on them while in animal form. Alright. Um, yes, I will turn into giant vulture because I'm, like, pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Moondor transforms uh, into actually, giant vulture. Um, Oh. Or I might go to giant eagle because that's faster. Oh, okay, cool. Is giant, uh, what's it, what CR is giant eagle? I thought it was higher CR than that. 
Uh, oh no, it's CR1. You're good to go. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm just trying to get like the sheet form from it. Um, so uh, sorry. Yeah, before I transform into, um, the giant eagle, I was like trying to hustle my way there. I'm gonna put on, um, protection of elements. Uh, uh the protection from energy. Or protection from energy. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, against fire. All right, cool. So I'm gonna put that on. So. Like, I, yeah, I kind of do, like, a flex, and I get, like, a fireproof ball around me. I don't know. And uh, then I turn into a giant eagle. Or I guess I'm like, guys, follow me, and, like, and turn into an eagle and, like, That's cool. lead the oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> follow me as I fly away. <laughs> <laughs> follow All right. me. Uh, Moondor, you launch into the air, uh, and you notice pretty quickly, the higher you get, the hotter it gets. Uh, but also, first thing, the air in here is spinning and moving very quickly. So I need you to make a strength saving throw. And you have to use the, uh, uh the animal stats since it's a physical eagle. stat. Giant eagles, yeah. I believe, have plus three to strength? Uh, yeah, I believe so. No, I should... Uh, so many windows. I wish I had dual screens. Having two monitors is great. Especially for oh. this. <laughs> I know, I know it is. So, uh... uh strength? I believe you just roll a d20 plus 3, I believe. Oh, I, I don't okay. think they have proficiency in strength saves. Uh, no, they don't. Just uh, just a d20 plus 3. Oh, no. Oh, you rolled 3d20. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, no, there we'll we go. Uh, 13. So 13, 16. Alright. That actually, uh... You keep yourself steady in the air as you fly up. Um, uh, so you fly up, uh, and also as you get high, how high do you get? Do you get above the tree line? Um, no, I, I want my like party to see me. So I just kind of like just turn into a bird and just like swoop through so that I'm above like the scrubbage, but they can see where I'm going. Okay. If, cause if you don't get above the tree line, you're not going to see anything that you haven't already seen. So and I'm, I'm just oh. talking about just going up. I'm not talking about going over. But just going high enough to like see over the trees. That, that's what I'm referring to. Oh, okay. So like as I'm like maybe flying, I notice I don't see anything different. So like I fly upwards then. Yeah. So so just just a perspective thing. The the trees are like a big wall in front of you, and oh, unless okay. you get high enough to see above it, you're not going to see anything you haven't already seen. Oh, I see. So it's like. It's not like just like dense shrubbage on the floor. It's like dense forest, and I kind of yeah. The tree, like I said, the, the trees, distance. the trees have gotten thicker, and their branches have gotten longer, and like you can't, it, like you can sort of see through it, but you can't make out anything. Okay, it's so, like it's like looking through. Yeah. It's like looking through several layers of lattice. Uh, okay, I see. So yeah, I'll like fly up, and then like as I move forward, I'll make like eagle cries so they know where I'm at. Okay. It's like. Aah! Alright, as you go up higher, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, and then this will be the eagle's stats. Oh, okay. Because um, when you're in animal form, you use the animal's physical stats, but your mental stats. Yeah. Uh, eagles have a plus one to con. Woof. Woof. Uh, as you get up, the air gets hotter and hotter and hotter and faster and faster and faster. Uh, and you are going to take... 
Uh, nine fire damage, uh, but you are, I guess, you're resistant, so uh, reduced to four. Um, and you are you are starting to get pushed. You, you succeeded the strength save earlier, so you're not going fully off course, but you're starting to get like battered around by the wind. Okay. Uh, but you get above the tree line and look around. And as you as you uh, look over the landscape, you see that the um, the land changes every like 200 feet or so. Uh, the 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 200 feet in front of you is like dense, uh, warped, weird foliage. The trees and the shrubbery, etc. Um, the second one just like just looks like a flat plane of black. You can't really make out much uh, from there. Uh, the third one, uh, is, like, almost mountainous. Uh, it's not quite mountain high, but, like, it's probably about 100 feet in the air, just a jagged black rocks. Then the fourth is just a moat of lava. So all of these landscapes, I should explain, are in a ring, following, like, the, sh the shape of the cyclone. So there's the, there's the dense foliage, which is the outer ring. And the next one is this this plane that's black, uh, and then the third one is this uh, jagged, um, rockish, rocky mountain range. Uh, the fourth one is this moat of lava, and in the center, you see an enormous. And when I say enormous, uh, this is bigger than any tree you've ever seen, but it is a nor an enormous burning tree. Like perpetually there, burning. Perpetually bur burning. The wood looks like it's intact. It's like if you if if you took a tree and replaced all the leaves with fire. And that wasn't there beforehand. No, right? that, that <laughs> was not a you, that, that is not a thing you recognize from your druid grove. And actually, now that you look at it, the hut that you ascended in was in that area. I was about to say, like, was the lava there beforehand too, or no, is, like, no. all of this new? <laughs> the only thing was you recognize are the trees, and the trees have been warped almost beyond recognition. My friends! There's Bill! It's Bob! <laughs> and, like, you just hear, you just hear, psh. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, all you hear is, like, little. <laughs> Bill! <laughs> Why, Bill? You were such a beautiful tree. <laughs> All right. Uh, out together. <laughs> God damn it. Am I, gonna, am I gonna have to fire Dan in the middle of his, his, his story? <laughs> I was like, we're, we're back. We're back in this. <laughs> All right, Moondor, what do you want to do? Um, so, like, can I estimate, like, how much of a distance it is to, like, the fire tree? Uh, probably um, close to a thousand feet thousand feet so like very much walkable as well walkable yeah and like yeah there's like from what i can see is there any like obstacles or like things kind of like uh no i mean aside from like a lake of lava which is like we get there uh nothing that you haven't already seen okay so the trees the plain the mountain range uh the lava and then, right. the, and then the oh. giant burning tree. The giant burning tree. And then, like, as a bird, I, I know I can't communicate to them, but, like, um, yeah, like, I'm trying to think if I, like, fly back and then transform. 
or if like I just like fly forward and hope that they will follow me. I guess and like they... they can't see through the trees, eh? Like it's pretty. Yeah, they they can't really see canopy. where you are right now. They know you flew up, uh, and you didn't really even need to go over the trees. They can probably see that you're just like a couple hundred feet in the air right now. Oh, okay. And you've been up there long enough. I need you to make another Constitution saving throw. Fair, very fair. Oh, this time you pass. With yeah. a 20. Uh, oh, that should be 2d10. Let me roll another one. Uh, 7, reduced to half because you passed. Uh, and then also half again. So 7 down to 3. You only take one fire damage. Take one, so... Alright, um... So yeah, I, I'm just gonna, like, fly on down. And... I'm gonna try my best to, like, lead them through the forest towards, like, where I want to go. <laughs> I think have we been have we been with him long enough that we can kind of make out his <laughs> his like motions and whatnot? Uh, make, make an insight check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's insight. Okay. Insight. Yeah. Twenty one. Oh damn. <laughs> Sixteen. Nice. Not bad. Um, I'd say so well. Rogmar with above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Rogmar with above a twenty. I think you can read him pretty well at this point. Okay. Radek, you're a little confused, but you get the gist. <laughs> He's just like squawking, and I'm like, just just follow him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Lassie? Someone go down a well? Is there a fire pit in the middle of this like lake of lava, and there's a tree on fire? <laughs> Don't say it, what, what is that, Mooney? What is that, yeah. Mooney? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Uh, so are you guys? A dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys heading into the trees? Yeah, I guess. And Moondor, you're flying fly. above the trees? Yeah. I hope we don't find a junior Sasquatch in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I hope he's okay. He's, he's very reclusive. He's a little shy. I don't know how to fire. <laughs> how to right. go seek champion of the world. Uh, Rogmar, Rogmar and Radic. Um, as you guys approach the tree line, uh, there is not a lot of room between trees. Uh, so you guys are going to be moving very, very slowly through this. And also, the, all the all the uh, things, all the branches have thorns and sharp edges and stuff, so it doesn't look very safe. Uh, so it, it, there are going to be some checks and stuff involved traversing through this. But first, uh, Moondor, as you fly above the trees, the wind. Well, I'm flying between the trees. There's no room to fly between the trees. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. Oh. Do you, Do you want to go down to where they are, or do you want to fly above the trees? I thought I went down to, like, squawk at them and be like, yeah. craw, craw, like, follow me, and then I thought I was going to, like, maneuver through the trees. Okay, the, like, like, the trees are way too tight, you can't, especially you're a giant eagle right now, you have, like, uh, a ten-foot wingspan. Um be so okay. fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, you're a giant eagle right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, I guess, like, they'll just, like, follow my voice. So then I go back up. I imagine I have to do another constitution. Uh, one sec. Uh, Liam? Uh, can I pull out my sword and start trying to hack away of a tree, of a branches that are in my way? You certainly can. And, uh, Dan, w uh, I, before you make the, make any saves, I just want to clarify, are you, are you flying over the trees? Or are you, are, are you staying with them? Uh, I, I guess there's no way I can go with them without transforming back, eh? You, you could you could try to, like, squeeze through the trees, but you'd have to, like, walk or jump branch to branch. It, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if there's enough room for that. But you can certainly try to, like, squeeze through the trees as a giant eagle. 
I think I uh, I think Rogmar kind of gathered, like go that direction, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I just I just need to know specifically what Moondor is doing. Are you staying yeah. with the team, or are you flying over the trees? Can I see them if I'm flying over the trees? Oh, uh, you would you would not be able to see them. Trees are too thick. I want to stay with my team. Okay, like, I know there's cool. power in numbers. Learn that through the squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough squirrels, you can do anything. All right, as you guys start to uh, traverse towards the tree line, you you start trying to move through the trees. There are uh, every step you are walking through, and like thorns are coming very close to your face, uh, and you see these thorns. They're not just like roses thorns. They're practically little, like, uh, little blades, like little razor blades that are coming off of these trees. Kind of like the ending to, uh, Sleeping Beauty? I don't remember, but, don't remember well enough, but sure. <laughs> okay, can I, uh, can I try to ha start hacking and slashing through yeah, the, uh... you're already hacking and slashing. Uh, as you guys, you walk towards the tree line, approaching the jagged, barbed, uh, foliage. Uh, that is where we're going to leave the episode for today. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. It's sharp. Yeah. <laughs> sharp like this ending. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Rockmar's still here, guys. Hey, Rockmar's alive. <laughs> old, old version of Rockmar, I meant. Yeah, Oldmar. <laughs> yeah. Oldmar. Oldmar, yeah. Well, there you go, everybody. That is the cool. beginning of the new arc. What a cool, like, uh, like situation we're in I, I, I like this this fire tornado it's fucking cool so far to me it's feeling kind of like uh i was gonna say kind of like annihilation meets princess mononoke <laughs> that's I, I didn't i never thought i i, I mentioned uh, uh at least I, I know i mentioned it to uh liam and christian I'm not sure i've mentioned to dan but uh, annihilation was one of the inspirations for uh this arc which is a good movie I was gonna say I'm gonna do some research. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there, there's the, like there's one specific element of uh, annihilation that inspired this, and that was largely what y'all have seen. Things have been uh, changed a lot for some reason. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there we go. Uh, thank you cool. so much for listening, awesome. everybody. Uh, do you want to take us out, Christian? I sure can. Uh, let me get my notes. Hold on. Let me see if I can find mine. Hang on. Uh, ah! We're professionals. Oh, here they are. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Do you want to take us out, Christian? I sure can. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, if you liked what you heard, be sure to go follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We are Thunder Lizard Collective. And on Twitter, we are Thunder Lizard OG. You can find us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Thunder Lizard. There you can find and listen to early uh, uh, the, these podcasts. So, so this and the Thundercast early. Uh, speaking of which, we do have another show, the Thundercast, which is hosted by Christian, me, <laughs> Liam, and Lucas, uh, in which the three of us talk about movies and other things in media. Uh, if you liked what you heard, be sure to tell a friend, share us on social media, uh, follow us on Spotify, give us five stars on iTunes, and do the equivalent on any other streaming platform. Um, and I would like to thank our Patreon uh, sponsors while we're here. I'd like to thank Kate, Tanya, Manos, and Owen. Perfect. 
Thank you very much, Christian, and thank you everybody to, uh, for listening. Uh, my name is Lucas. I have been your Thundermaster. My name's Christian, and I play Rogmar Helmash. My name's Liam, and I play Radek. My name is Dan. I play Moondor, and this tree is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody.